1: Foundations, And you know what, you have to get to the point where you say, and that's okay God, you know best. Yeah. So Paul prayed three times and in the end he says, okay, I'm quite happy to continue with this thorn in the flesh because God will be honoured and glorified through it.
0: Foundations, understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. We've been looking at the issue of whether or not repeating our prayers is a faith exercise or, in fact, a lack of faith, and whether or not there's a biblical example for us to follow. We were particularly looking at the life of Elijah in the last program, and we're going to continue... Uh, looking at this question about repeating ourselves in this program.
1: Elijah repeated himself, or he repeated his prayer seven times when praying for the breaking of drought. He prayed three times when praying for uh, the life to return to the son of uh, the widow of Zarephath. And we also looked at the parable that Jesus told in in, uh, Luke 18, the first eight verses about the unjust judge who eventually just gave in to the widow who Mm. was pestering him every day. And how Jesus said that, you know, God is righteous, not like the unjust judge who did the right thing eventually, but God is a righteous judge who mm. will act on behalf of his children. But then he, he ended that with a funny little phrase where he said, however, in the, this, he's talking about the subject of prayer and repeating yourself, however, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? And we're going to answer that question. But it, you can't really have this conversation about prayer and how we should pray without talking about the Apostle Paul Paul was a Pharisee of Pharisees he was incredibly zealous for his religion and he was um, before his conversion he really thought that the uh, what he thought was a cult or a sect of Christianity was a threat to to Judaism and that's why he was so zealous in going after Christians Then, of course, he has his conversion, and he is just as zealous, (laughs) but for the cause of the gospel. And um, Paul, more than anybody, understood the importance of prayer, again, because he has this Jewish foundation. He was so learned in the ways of Judaism and the scriptures. And this is how Paul described uh, prayer. It's from 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18. He says, Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus, mm. which is fantastic. But have you ever tried to pray without ceasing and not repeat yourself?
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be a, a lot of oh, what's the next line if I can't repeat anything I've just said?
1: Precisely. So, you know, it's there's a normal, there's a normality, is probably the, the right word. There's a normality in repeating our prayers, of mm. constantly bringing those prayers before God, be it for healing, be it for. Um, the salvation of our loved ones. Yeah, well, I guess
0: you gave the example in the last program of you praying for your father. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, if it was a parent praying for a prodigal child or whatever Mm -hmm. the case is, there's going to be that natural desire to continue to pray. Like, it wouldn't be like, well, I've prayed once for Johnny 15 years ago and I'll just keep waiting because God heard that prayer. Like, a, a parent is going to want to keep praying for that child because that's just, I guess, the, your heart, that you want to see them come back into the kingdom.
1: Well, there's, there's key in what you just said there because if you prayed once and then that was 15 years ago and then you haven't prayed anymore, you know, you you start to lose faith. Mm. And hold on to that thought, okay? <laughs> hold on to that thought. Okay, let's go back to looking at the Apostle Paul. Remember how he described having a thorn in his flesh? The Bible doesn't actually say what that thorn was. Some people think it was like a physical ailment, maybe poor eyesight or something like that. If you actually read the context of that particular, uh, when he's talking about the thorn in the flesh, it actually goes on to describe all these persecutions and sufferings that he has. So I personally think that it wasn't a physical illness. It could have been, but I actually think it was persecutions. Listen to this. In 2 Corinthians twelve eight to 10 it says, Concerning this, that is the thorn in the flesh, I implored the Lord three times that it might leave me. And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. So most gladly, therefore, I would rather boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Therefore, I'm well content with weaknesses, with insults, with distresses, with persecutions, with difficulties for Christ's sake, for when I'm weak, then I'm strong." Okay so Paul was used to repeating his prayers mm, yeah. and yet it, at the and you would automatically think God doesn't want his children to go through all of those terrible yeah, right. things yeah. and yet while praying for God to deliver him from these things God's response was no mm. no 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 because I'm going to actually in your individual life I am actually going to present myself as God, as being your strength in spite of the fact that you're actually really weak. I'm going to prove who I (laughs) am through your weaknesses.
0: Well, God is glorified in that, isn't he? He is. As opposed to you suddenly becoming Superman and God gets pushed to the back because we don't need him anymore. Precisely.
1: I mean, what did Jesus say to Peter after the resurrection when he questioned him about, he basically prophesied and said, Peter, uh, your arms are going to be stretched and you're going to go where you don't want to go. Prophesying on how he was going to glorify God, Mm. and it meant his martyrdom. Yeah, that's right. Remember that? And you kind of think, how could God possibly want that? But yet in that individual instance, that was God's purpose for his life. So we pray according to the will of God that God says in his word, but trusting at the same time that for the individual The actual outcome may be different because God has a different purpose for each individual person. And you know what? You have to get to the point where you say, and that's okay, God. You know best. Yeah. Okay? That can be hard, but it is the reality. It's true. So Paul prayed three times, and in the end he says, okay, I'm quite happy to continue with this thorn in the flesh because, God, you'll be honored and glorified through it. Mm. Paul was remarkable because I don't know that I would be that <laughs> I don't know that I would be there yet. So, okay, let's go back to Luke chapter 18 where Jesus talked about the unjust judge giving that pesky pesky widow what she wanted and then how God says, and God who is a righteous judge is going to look after his children, but when the son of man returns, will he find faith on the earth?
0: So let me ask you then Mandy, what is the real point of us repeating our prayers?
1: As we said last time, it's got nothing to do with God having a bad memory, needing additional information, or because he wants to inflict us with a little bit of torture to drag mm. out the yeah, answers right. so you know, you know because he gets a kick out of that. The real purpose is so that while we're praying according to the will of God as laid out in his word, we're aligning ourselves one with his will, two we're building faith because we're focused on His word. You've got to be focused on His word, or you could be praying for something that's not a part of His will, mm. and then you get disappointed when it doesn't happen. So we we're building faith, we're building trust, we're learning the word, we're standing on it. We keep bringing that before God, not because He needs to be reminded, but because we need to be reminded. Yeah. That's the and then and then when the Son of Man returns. He will find faith on the earth because his children are in his word. They're praying, they're seeking him, they're trusting him, they're believing him. They're praying according to his word, aligning themselves with his purposes. And then he will find faith mm. on the earth.
0: And I guess part of that is learning contentment in our weaknesses, As you know, so Apostle that he Paul. can be glorified through it.
1: And I mean and we have all these examples. We have we talked about the prophet Elijah and Heavens above, go and have a look at any prophet in the Old Covenant. Have Mm. a look at all of the patriarchs. Look at the different kings, the righteous kings. Don't look at the bad kings because they were bad. (laughs) Um, And look at the apostles and look at what they endured. They prayed according to the will of God. They repented when they moved away from the will of God and then focused back on the will of God, trusting him. And let's face it, many of them suffered terribly in different ways. Many of them had pretty bad endings. But they were men and women of God who trusted in his word, built faith and remained faithful to the very end. And that's because they kept coming back to the word, repeating, repeating, repeating. Like Paul said, pray without ceasing, which means you're going to have to repeat yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, amazing. Amazing mm, a stuff.
0: good reminder. And as always, there's, there's some great uh, notes that you can uh, read and study uh, on our website about this at vision.org.au slash foundations. But next time on the program, we're going to reveal the skeleton in Moses' closet. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations.